Tom turns away from the doctor like a straight up buffoon and says, what? <laughs> and then he gets bonked in the face by the doctor. I'm like, wow, are you a terrible policeman? <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. And I'm Wendy, and I have one question for you. Was this Hallmark or Lifetime? Today, we're discussing Curious Caterer Grilling Season, the second movie in the Curious Caterer franchise. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. One's a little Hallmark, one's a little us. You really should follow with them both to get the full picture. For sure. And you can also jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. Super fun over there. Please join us. Our Hallmark News and Notes segment is a little light this week, given that this is the second movie and the third episode we're producing this week. But I did want to remind you that Hallmark Channel Wines exist. They have two Valentine's Day varietals. They're named Love and Blush, which are a red blend and a rosé, respectively. Hallmark Channel Wines can be purchased at hallmarkchannelwines.com or in your local world market stores. Which I was just in recently. I did not see any Hallmark Channel Wines while I was there. Were you looking in the wine section? I Actually, I was. Oh. (laughs) I wasn't looking for Hallmark Wines in particular. I was looking for something else. However, I usually would come across it, especially like considering their like Valentine's Day theme. Right, they would have like a display. Yeah, I didn't see anything though. Okay. Okay. Let's hear a synopsis for Curious Caterer Grilling Season. Sure. Caterer Goldie Berry reunites with Detective Tom Schultz when a realtor is murdered. As they uncover personal and professional rivalries, they realize the culprit is closer than expected. Stars Nikki DeLoach and Andrew Walker. Whoop whoop. This movie was set in Colorado, but filmed in Vancouver. This is the second installment, of course, in the Curious Caterer series. The first was Curious Caterer Dying for Chocolate from 2022, uh, which was also one of our top five movies of the year. Simply, I think, because of its campy style and Mm -hmm. just something we hadn't seen before. Yes, it stood out in that way. The series is based on the Culinary Mysteries book series from writer Diane Mott Davidson. How many books does she have on this series? Mm, Do you know? know? Hmm. Paul Ziller directed the newest installment. He has 58 directing credits on IMDb, including last year's Inventing the Christmas Prince, A Maple Valley Christmas, and We Wish You a Married Christmas. Paul Ziller's working hard. Mm-hmm. Busy guy. Actress Beverly Elliott, who plays P.I. Fran in this movie, has 116 acting credits. She's one of those faces in this movie that you just know you know her. And so I looked her up and... That's a lot of acting credits, 116. But you know who has even more than that is her co-star Lachlan Monroe, who is not even credited on the IMDb for this movie. But he has 262 acting credits, including seven upcoming projects. His past credits include Riverdale, 
and Girls Gone Hallmark bingo card, Date My Dad. Riverdale. That, I remember him from Riverdale, too. Mm-hmm. The script was written by John Christian Plummer, who also wrote the first movie um, from 2022, as well as Francesca Quinn, P.I. I was inspired by last week's made-up movie titles, oh, Geyser yeah. of Love. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I came up with a few for this movie. Okay. It's so easy. Are you ready? I can't wait. <clears throat> Curious Caterer, Cancelled Reservation. <laughs> Curious Caterer, Bacon Business. Do you see what I'm doing there? Bake oh. in business, like back in business. Uh-huh, no, uh-huh, not good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Curious caterer, half baked. No, oh. that, could, that, that could be real. We could totally go a different way with half baked. Yes, yeah. Uh, curious caterer, too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, nice. I I am not hearing the laughter <laughs> from you. Like I, that came from me as I was, as I was creating this list last night. I was like, I could come up with a hundred more. This is so easy. I think they're great. I womp, womp, womp. I, no roast for the wicked. I mean, that, come on. That is the best one so far. That's a good pun. I'm bad at puns, so I appreciate when someone can pull one of those out of their back All pocket, right. man. Do we need some All mocked right. up movie posters this week? I I think we might. I think we might. Um, you know, I the very quick Google search tells me there are at least 17 books in the Goldie Bear oh, Culinary. Holy crap. Book what are 17, some of by the, the way, is The Whole Enchilada. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> The main no. corpse? The main corpse. Come on. <laughs> They're so funny to me. Are you ready for first impressions? I am. This was more fizzle than sizzle for me. Ooh, hot take. <laughs> My first impression is that mysteries make me feel stupid. We're going to definitely talk about that because I have a note and I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. So let's talk about what we liked. I love Angry Andrew Walker. Is that a red flag? (laughs) When he is knocking on the window and those two ladies have their murder board and he is like, get the heck out of here, catering ladies. I just love it. You are a caterer. I am a cop. Leave it alone. Yes. I have a lot of things to say about that. Okay. Coming up in the wish for. Um, this, like I said earlier, was real lifetimey. Yes, for me. I mean, right off the bat, with the uh, strang- spoiler alert, the <laughs> strangulation of uh, the realtor lady, I was like, "Whoa, this turned dark real quick." And then, you know, when Goldie gets it too, like in the in the car. Yes. Uh, so for me, I really liked like the murder and mystery elements of this movie. It was like a true whodunit because I had no idea who the killer was until the end. But ask me what the motive is. I, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I have no idea why that guy did it. Oh, yeah. I don't remember either. <laughs> so I think in contrast to Curious Caterer dying for chocolate, this was more serious. I think that was sillier, campier, like you said earlier. I agree. 
And I really actually kind of liked the darkness of this movie. I think it sold it to me more as a mystery. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm watching a mystery. I'm I'm genuinely worried about Goldie. I mean, I know they're not going to kill Nikki DeLoach, but that was a frightening scene there. Right. This is, that's what I want to talk about. So when she is attacked in her car and then they <sighs> cut to the next scene where she's laying on the exam table and you can hear the sounds of what sounds like a saw or a oh, yes. in the background. And it was kind of funny. It was the guy shredding documents. I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen here? But I, I actually laughed out loud when it was just him sitting there shredding documents. That's great direction, too, right? You're like, what is he about to saw her yeah. foot off? What's he going to totally. do? Is this going to be like a huck in what's that Olivia Pope show? Scandal? Is that what it's called? Oh, my God, you're right. Scandal. Yeah, exactly. Paul Ziller, brava. Yes. Now, a question about that scene, just since we're talking about it. When Goldie was sitting in her car looking at those documents, weren't you like, lock your door, girl? It wouldn't have mattered. The killer was in the car. But I was like, would you sit in a dark parking lot looking at documents when you're investigating a murder? Well, for me, like, she, like, stole those from Posh or (laughs) wherever it was called. I would have, like drove away and then went somewhere else and looked at him. I wouldn't have, like, opened it up and looked at him right there outside of the store. Uh-huh. You know, because she, like, just cruised out of that place with him under her arm. Right. Good I mean, point. it wasn't like she was stealing clothes. I mean, she was stealing, you know, she was stealing those documents. Like, they didn't know they were there or care, but anyway. In counter to the darkness of this movie, I loved Sweet Goofy Mason. Sweet clueless goofy mason who the hell's mason oh his partner tom's partner mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah. so counter to that i really like nikki's partner marla marla she is quite funny to me yeah i liked the two of them together quite a bit i like yeah, the pairings too. we've got going on here mason was played by riley davis who was in the HBO hit The Last of Us, a show that I cannot watch because it is about zombies and it is scary. Yeah, pass for me. I thought the pacing in this movie was great. And I honestly remember next to nothing about the first movie. And I found that it didn't matter. They don't spend a lot of time. They don't waste time reminding you who these characters are. But it's you're very quickly reminded, this is Goldie's ex. This is Tom's ex. I, of course, remember that Goldie and Tom had a little will they or won't they, but they they bring you right up to speed. There's no question about who is who in this movie and what's going on. So I think it's a nice balance of continuing the series. People who enjoy this are seeing characters that they enjoy, but it stands alone really well. And they moved it along. There was always new information coming in hot that I liked. Yeah, I appreciate that. Like, they, we didn't need a whole full reintroduction to the right. characters. Again, spending a whole another like, you know, first 30 minutes doing that. Yes, I agree. But I have a comment about the number of characters in this movie. Oh, and in the I. next segment. Okay. Right. That's a wrap for me on likes. Me too. So in the wished for category, for me personally, there were too many characters and too many potential suspects. I thought it was confusing. Yes. I was my, like, who are all these people? I don't know who all these people are. So to my first impression point, I 
felt like I needed my own murder board, my own character guide <laughs> to remind myself who these people are, what their potential motivations were. I believe, by the way, that the killer killed his neighbor. He said he wanted privacy. He wanted to buy her house and he wanted, you know, because he's, he's a bad guy. He doesn't want people to be able to know what he's up to. I think that was his motivation. But what was all this stuff with the, like, mafia and... Well, that's how he's making his money is he's uh, performing secret surgeries in an Italian villa for the mafia. In Italy? Mm-hmm. So what the hell does the neighbor know about that? Well, she li- their, their McMansions are entirely too close together, and he wants a little privacy. I understand that, but I'm saying, like... I don't know what my neighbor made for dinner last night, so how would I know that they're in Italy doing surgeries for the mafia? I don't think they're concerned about what he's doing when he's in Italy. I think they're concerned, like, what may happen in his home. He can see directly into her yard, so what can she see of his? Welcome to Southern California. (laughs) (laughs) Our houses are nearly on top of each other. (laughs) Here is one of my biggest problems with grilling season is why is goldie stepping in on this investigation and furthermore why is tom allowing it i that is a great question is tom allowing it he's annoyed he tells her to back the f off stop it true take down your board (laughs) but hear me out here i think goldie might be a better detective than tom i don't disagree with you there She's the one, she was making whatever she was making, and she's like, oh, what's the missing ingredient? And then she makes her new board or whatever. Like, she had it figured out. I think Goldie's a good detective. I think she oversteps, but ultimately is the one who solves the crime. But I, if I were Tom, I would be like, get out of here. You cannot, like, knock it off. I mean, can't he arrest her for, like, meddling in police business? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like when she steals the paperwork from Posh, from its hidden uh compartment, I mean, look, lady, just upload it to the cloud. You needed to hide it underneath a dressing room bench. Yeah, that I I didn't get at all. But email it to the appropriate party so everyone has a copy. I don't know. (laughs) That was probably the point at which Goldie should have gotten in a little bit of trouble. I mean, I can understand at first because she was worried that she was going to get blamed because she was the last to use the grill. But beyond that, no. She well, and need to solve this. She was blamed. She lost a ton of business, which, come on, really? First of all, first of all, how big is the catering gossip circle that you're hearing that there was <laughs> after a caterer was at a party, there was a fire and you're therefore firing your caterer? I mean, unless they were blamed for the fire, but they she wasn't at that Correct. point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Finally, for me, and it goes back to my first impression, I expected far more romance between Goldie and Tom in this installment, mm-hmm. especially after the first movie, because we got a little, like, head on the shoulder, like, will they, won't they kiss? But here it was, like, to me, seemed like they were just friendly yeah my one wish is i'm not sure how much longer i can wait for a little spice hallmark because right i think there were a lot of times like tom showing up at goldie's house did he need to be there 
right? This is before they find out about the murder. He didn't actually have Mm -hmm. a reason for being there. And there's a lot of moments they're just in proximity to each other. But I'm not sure they're selling me on a romantic relationship other than people like Marla saying, you should ask him out. You guys should spend time together. All these people hinting it. They should be in a relationship. But their time together doesn't necessarily hint that they should be in a relationship. I mean, I think they should be detective partners at this point. Yeah, seriously. So let's move on to, did you see that? I'm just curious how much money Goldie makes in her catering business, because that house is huge and beautiful. Well, maybe her husband, isn't her husband like a, is he a real She's got that good alimony money? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I didn't have any like specific did you see that just a couple of things Mm -hmm. uh when marla says to goldie well goldie's like recounting like the events of the previous night and she's talking about her and tom being together marla says we'll get back to you being with tom last night (laughs) and it was so funny i laughed (laughs) i laughed so like i like that she you know pokes her a little bit about their potential like coupling but we still didn't see anything. I wanted some heat. Yeah, I did not too. get it. The other thing, this this was really frustrating to me. Tom rescues Goldie, right? Mm-hmm. And the doctor is, like, making something in the kitchen. Like, he might be, like, preparing, like, the coffee. Coffee or a syringe or... Oh, that's right. He was making a coffee for the guy and he was going to put the syringe. That's right. That's right. First of all, why would he ask, do you want like one shot or two shot? You know what I mean? Like if he was making a coffee just to kill the guy. Like a good point. Whatever. But Tom approaches the doctor in the in the in this scene from behind and Goldie's right behind Tom. I'm like, nope, that's never happening in real life. Tom is not letting Goldie like trail him, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, because Tom's got like his gun drawn at this point. Yes. And then Goldie says, Tom, watch out for the syringe. And Tom turns away from the doctor like a straight up buffoon and says, What? <laughs> and then he gets bonked in the face by the doctor. I'm like, Wow, are you a terrible policeman? Like, <laughs> what are you doing, dude? There, what I- do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. There's no reason Tom shouldn't have had the upper hand the entire time in that scene when he was the one with the gun. Yeah, exactly. The little doctor should not have overtaken him for any reason. And then we get, like, right after that, like, Goldie's with a knife, and she's like, around the kitchen. (laughs) She's like, can't actually touch him. I was like, you were in such close proximity it is so clear in that moment she's like don't hit him don't hit him (laughs) i have a real sharp knife in my hand please don't come close to me yeah anyway Anyway. Um, i just have one more moment it's from twitter a user named charlene a tombs tweeted really goldie peeking in windows on a garbage can on wheels and heels so dangerous and someone doesn't like it but the real moment comes when Nikki Deloach retweets it with the comment that the best part of that scene is that I was looking down on a class of women doing Pilates and they thought I was a crazy person. So For she's real? actually looking into an empty office. That window oh, how was funny. a Pilates class. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. I enjoyed it. See, I like those behind the scenes stuff. That's really mm-hmm. funny. Are you ready to rate this bad boy? I am. 
three stars. I gave it three and a half. You know, as I was watching this movie, compared to this week's earlier review, Sweeter Than Chocolate, as I was watching Sweeter Than Chocolate, I had so many notes. And I take notes while I watch the movie. And I had so many things to write down. As I was watching this, I wrote literally one thing, which is, I like angry Andrew Walker. Every other note came (laughs) in post-production. And it was kind of an enjoyable watch overall. Like, fun, enjoyable, fine. But without as many moments that were, like, grabbing me. Right. Right. I understand. I understand. Do you hope for a third installment in this series? I I do like this series. Do you hope for a third installment? I do, but like my, I think I'm, a, I think I was a little let down by this one. There was a lot of hype leading up to it, and so I think I feel a little, little disappointed. Well, rumor has it that in the books, the grilling season book, there's some Tom and Goldie spice. So, I think many people were hoping for that moment. I just gotta wait for it. Long game here, huh? Apparently they're playing a real long game. Yeah. Okay. Don't make me wait too long. These people are too pretty not to be together. Come on now. Right? Excellent point. All right. This has been a busy week for Girls Gone Hallmark. If you missed it, we also earlier this week reviewed Sweeter Than Chocolate, where we had a true Girls Gone Hallmark moment, a a clash, a house divided. We also (laughs) recapped The Way Home episode four. So you can hear all our thoughts on both of those If you enjoy this podcast, we'd love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and review. Until next week, have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.